This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to WSOY on NowDecatur.com. This stream is presented by Hickory Point Bank. Invested. Our investment in Decatur is an investment in everyone who calls Decatur home. Now, members of the Macon County Untold Stories Grant Committee surprised Mount Zion High School history teacher Rich Hansen this week with a $20,000 grant. Untold Stories promotes a fuller understanding of history as a contribution to conversations about racial equity and social justice. Hansen's class project for his African-American history class is to research, design, and build a new exhibit for community display. More Untold Stories grants and collaborations will be announced throughout the year. The Illinois Manufacturers Association has launched this year's Maker's Madness Contest, a bracket-style tournament to name the coolest thing made in Illinois. Nominations are being accepted at makersmadnessil.com. That's where voting will take place throughout the contest. Any product manufactured in Illinois can be nominated. Don't forget to check out our website often for more stories, podcasts, and videos. We're at nowdecatur.com. Trying to make sense of another mass shooting, C.J. Papa, Fox News. All of a sudden, we hear gunshots. We thought they were fireworks, and then everybody just starts running right at us. The horrific experience for that woman and all the other supporters of the Kansas City Chiefs gathering again to celebrate the team's victory in the Super Bowl, but the cheers turning to tears when gunfire rings out. Fox's Bill Malusian reports. Authorities say as of right now, at least three people are in custody in connection with the shooting. They've also recovered at least one gun on scene. The motive and what initially caused all this is still under investigation. A local hospital in Kansas City says they've been treating 11 children, nine of which had gunshot wounds. Thankfully, we got some good news on that front. The hospital said that all of those kids are expected to survive and make a full recovery. Uh, Lisa Lopez Galvan, a popular local radio DJ and mama too, was identified as the person who was killed in the mass shooting. Uh, calls for President Biden to declassify intel related to what's been described as a serious national security threat. House Intelligence Committee Chairman Mike Turner sounding the alarm on what he calls a serious national security threat. And he's calling on President Biden to, quote, declassify all information relating to this threat so that Congress, the administration and our allies can openly discuss the actions necessary to respond to this threat. Sources tell me that the threat does concern Russian capability, noting the potential seriousness is grave, but it's not immediate. If Russia did put nukes in space, it would break the 1967 Outer Space Treaty, which bans nuclear weapons in outer space. That's Fox's Brooks Singman. Five people killed in a missile strike on the Russian city of Belgrade. That's according to the local governor. The Israel military saying today it has credible intelligence that Hamas held hostages at Nasser Hospital and terrorists appeared to be operating from within the hospital as well. America is listening to Fox News. If you have a bank account, pay attention. The U.S. banking system is once again under extreme stress, but there is an easy way to protect yourself. Gold. Contact Noble Gold Investments today and safeguard your family's financial future. As a thank you for opening a qualified account, they'll give you a free quarter-ounce gold standard coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Visit NobleGoldInvestments.com. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. 
Well, switch to Pure Talk today and you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Now, qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and, of course, mobile hotspot. Just dial pound 250, say the keyword Pure Talk, claim your eligibility for your free brand-new Samsung 5G smartphone. Start saving on wireless today and switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Former President Donald Trump expected to be in a New York City courtroom today. The judge set to decide key issues in his alleged hush money case, which could start in March. It's the first of four criminal indictments to go to trial. Meanwhile, in Atlanta. An evidentiary hearing moves forward today in Fulton County to consider allegations made by one of former President Trump's co-defendants in their election interference case. Michael Roman says District Attorney Fonnie Willis hired Nathan Wade as a special prosecutor, and the two then began a romantic relationship. Roman's attorneys say tax Taxpayer dollars that went to pay Wade were used to fund lavish vacations for Wade and Willis. The state has admitted a relationship existed. And so what remains to be proven is the existence and extent of any financial benefit. Again, if there is, if there even was one. Judge Scott McAfee said he would rule on whether or not to enforce subpoenas for Willis and Wade after he hears from Wade's business partner, Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. He didn't waste any time responding to Donald Trump's special counsel. Jack Smith wants a U.S. Supreme Court to reject an emergency application filed by Mr. Trump who's looking to further delay his criminal trial. In the case, the feds claim he was trying to change the results of the 2020 election. It's a monster bill worth north of 90 billion dollars, but does it have the legs to slog through the lower chamber? Democrats demand that House Speaker Mike Johnson schedule the foreign aid bill for a vote, but he's resisting so far. Johnson takes a dim view on aid for Ukraine. He says 70 Senate yeas for the bill do not matter to him. We are not going to be uh, forced into action by the Senate, who in the latest product they sent us over does not have one word in the bill about America's border. Democrats want Republicans to help them bypass the speaker. They want to put the aid bill on the floor using a discharge petition. It's a procedural gambit which goes around the leadership. That is Fox's Chad Pergram reporting. I'm CJ Papa. This is Fox News. The Mount Zion Chamber of Commerce loves its member businesses and wants you to learn more about them by bringing you this month's member spotlight, 3Link Media. They are a creative agency designed to help your business gain the attention of your ideal customers through creative content and strategy. 3Link Media becomes your partner through every step of the process, dedicated to seeing your business or organization reach its full potential. Let 3Link Media help take your brand to the next level. Contact them today at 3LinkMedia.com. Good morning. Here's a look at your news. Channel 20 storm team forecast today. Morning rain is likely. Start off cloudy, then clearing with a low, with a high near 48. Tonight, increasing clouds and a low of 29. For Friday, snow, high of 32. We might see one to three inches accumulating. And for Saturday, sunny with a high near 30. The current temperature in downtown Decatur is 46 degrees. Your WSOY time is 606.
Good morning and welcome to the Thursday edition of Buyers and Company. We're live in the palatial studios in downtown Decatur. We'll have the City Hall Insider, Paul Osborne. We'll check in with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. And Debbie Bogle from the United Way. Company starts now. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Good morning and welcome. We are back here on a, well, a little wet Thursday morning, a little overnight, early morning rain, but warmer temperatures as we get ready for the snow tomorrow. It's been a crazy month. I can't imagine we're going to get anything uh, accumulation-wise just because of the ground temperature and, and uh, uh, what it's been over the last uh, week or so, uh, but we'll see. Keep posted right here. Uh, how was your Valentine's Day? Good. Yeah? Yeah, nice day. It was uh, and, and the day was beautiful too. Wasn't it gorgeous? Yeah, it was just a nice day. Uh, I spent about an hour and a half at uh, Stephen Decatur Middle School yesterday. More on that as we uh, uh, go, but it was a really nice visit, and uh, I am grateful to all who uh, accommodated that and uh, had a chance to. Uh, yeah, I've been in the gym, uh, you, you know, in the last several years for the turkey tournament. Oh yeah, but it's been a long time since I've sort of walked through the hallways, and they got a new entrance now. Um, uh, they use a different entrance because of the other school that shares uh, the old entrance space. It was it was a nice time. We had a, uh, some great conversations. You learn some stuff too. Always, yeah. always, always, always. Uh, I don't think we could start today uh, without talking about what happened in Kansas City yesterday. And I know we don't really know why it happened. We know what happened. And uh, I was especially sad uh, to see that a, a radio DJ, um, you know, and you can picture this. We've, we've done this stuff a thousand times, you know, uh, the celebration parade broadcast live from Central Park. Or I remember one year on the stage to the off the side of the library and all the people are there and coming by and having fun. And kids are out there and joyous. Yeah, you know, you've seen this scenario a million times in your life. Over and over, every city across the United States for various reasons, um, a, a day of celebration, a happy day. Yeah, I mean, you can just put yourself, I mean, you know yeah. exactly what that looks like, what it feels like, what it sounds like. Yeah. This was right after, you know, the parade had gone through and the players, I know the couple of uh, governors were there, you know, from Kansas uh, and Missouri. And, and then the shooting starts and multiple people involved. Uh, uh, have there been three arrested? Is that the last yes. number I read? And yet they're obviously not cooperating with police because police are still putting out if you have any information, you, you know, which they might do anyway. But it sort of leads you to believe that the, the suspects are not cooperating, tackled by fans. I saw uh, that. Uh, uh, and then I, I saw this morning uh, and, you know, when you look at it, 22 injured, uh, including 11 kids. And one of the, the people who we know, the one dead. Uh, was a woman uh, in her 40s uh, who was a local radio show person. When, when the story was breaking, I coincidentally was just doing my, like, normal cycle of sites, and ESPN is in that just to see if anything crazy happened. Right. So within minutes, I was on it. Mm -hmm. The initial reports were one is likely dead, 
10 to 15 possibly hurt. And they broke down. Here's how many are in critical care. Here's right. how many. No kids. Don't worry about it. No kids. Yeah. This is where we're at. And the thing doubled. I know. It, it's it, the, the initial reports are based on such flimsy oh, information and things like this. It's it's eyewitness testimony, right. which is notoriously bad, you know, just because of the shock of all of it. Um, but uh, her name was uh, Lisa Lopez, uh, mother of two. Uh, and, uh, was a radio, uh, worked for KKFI, uh, and, uh, she, family members have said, and I think the, the radio station has said that, that she, uh, passed away. You, you just, man, it, it's like, you, you know, you, you, you can't relate to New York City. You can't relate to Los Angeles Mm-mm. or even Boston or even Chicago, really, in your day to day life. Kansas City just feels like everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that very much so. And and if you don't know Kansas City, you'd probably know St. Louis, and it feels I think it feels even smaller than yeah, St. Louis, though. I mean, and, and so Peoria. you you could sort of just get the sense yes. of what this was all like up until the moment of uh, the gunshots. Uh, so according to this morning, eight victims had immediate life-threatening injuries. Seven were considered to have life-threatening wounds, and six suffered minor injuries. Uh, uh, that is, uh, according to the Kansas City Police, you know, as, as the latest. And you just don't know. Uh, you, you know, you wonder, uh, you know, is this terrorism? Is this the Boston Marathon? You know, is this, uh, and the reports seem to be indicating uh, that it's a criminal investigation, but not a terrorism investigation, which would lead you to believe, and we don't know, that these people were caught in the crossfire or something. Yeah, I mean, I audibly you could hear the gunfire rattled out. I mean, it came in rapid succession. Yeah, you know, you just want- unbelievable. I, I mean, it's just sort of like the high of highs. You know, this big win on Sunday, come from behind win in overtime, bring that trophy home to celebrate with your hometown crowd. And people decided to do this horrific thing. So, uh, obviously thoughts and, and prayers are with all of the people involved. I know that, uh, uh, many of the chiefs and, and, you know, people with the, the NFL have expressed the same statement. I, I just hope they have everyone who perpetrated this. And, and I, I guess we'll find out what, uh, it really, I guess, doesn't matter to the loved ones of people who have been, you know, killed or injured, you know, what the motive was. Yeah. It's, it's sad to to see and the um the videos that i saw the it it kind of made me think about just people as, as like a, a big large group and some people instantly run away you had some people that didn't know what was going on and were just kind of walking cuz the thing was uh, you know so much confusion. You saw people trying to render aid. You saw people. And, you see the best and worst yeah, of, of all of humanity in something like mix. that at all at the same time. Yeah, that's what made me think. Yep. And, and we've had enough experience with that in life around uh, this country over the years to know uh, people will come to aid. People will, will, will immediately go into action. People yeah. will immediately run and flee. People will do the worst. People will video stuff because they, I mean, you'll see every, you'll run the whole spectrum of humanity in minutes. Yeah. Yeah. In single frames. I mean, you could see it all. Yep. Just senseless and just tragic and i i just hope all the other people that are you know suffering from these life-threatening injuries that we don't add to the fatality list and and they all somehow survive
and it, and at least the closure of knowing the why. I, I guess, it, like I said, I don't think it probably matters to the people who are suffering, you know, through the injuries. But I, you you sort of, as human beings, have to make sense of things. Yeah. To sort it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that is. I, I mean, uh, a woman is dead, and and people are, are fighting for their lives, and. You know, the motive, you know, is for a court of law down the road and, you know, punishment and all that. But you just you try to make sense of what you're seeing and it's hard to. Yeah. It's it's far too common. It it sucks. Um, it's been around the last two or three professional sports championship celebrations with the NBA and the Nuggets and and the Rangers. There was something, you know, in, in baseball. We've got to figure out how to behave better. I'm not talking political. I'm just saying. No, no, I I totally agree. And and that's the why, you you know, because we group all this stuff together when there's several different things, meaning like solving this thing may not solve that thing. Right. Right. And that's why eventually we'll know. And, you know, you know, you can have your suspicions or you can lead yourself to an answer of what it seems like or feels like. That doesn't mean that's true either. We'll know eventually. Yeah. But when I saw the the radio, I just thought, man, I, you know, that's just that's what you do. You're there in the middle of it. Right. So many people took the day off. So many people uh, called in. <laughs> yeah, sick. of course. Of course you know, kids did. got to school. Just a big celebration in your boss and your and your teacher, your principal, everybody gets it. Yeah. You want to be there too. I know. And then that happens. Uh, uh yeah. Well, let's uh hope for the best for all the other people who yeah. are hanging on uh and or injured. It's just a, a nonsense uh uh life. I mean, you just don't understand why it, you know, it's a great day. You know, for the people of Kansas City, I mean, you know, the 99.9999% of the people are there to celebrate their team and a, 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 a dynasty and a, a back-to-back Super Bowl. And then somebody's got a beef or somebody's got whatever, and you just ruin lives. All right. I was reading the front page story in the Herald and Review today uh, about the uh, Nelson Park Pavilion coming down. Okay. Where, where is that at in the timeline? Did it already happen? Uh, yeah, it happened yesterday or Wednesday. Okay. Or today's Thursday, right? Yeah, so, yeah yesterday. Um, you, you know, I uh, Donette wrote the story and... Uh, you know, there were people there taking pictures and, and living memories and, and all that. And I, I get all that. Yeah. Um, but uh, says Deb Garrett came to uh, take pictures, came visibly emotional. There was another gentleman that was quoted uh, in here about, you know, memories he had of coming there as a family. And I, I think with anything, you know, old, uh, you know, somebody's been around for a long time. Uh, this is what ninety plus years, nineteen thirty one. I think the yeah. uh, the structure was built, and, and when they talk about uh, 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 you, you know, well, uh, the estimated renovation dwarfed the cost of its original construction. Yeah, it was built in nineteen thirty one. There's nothing that that uh, that translates to anything built in nineteen. Even if you just put it back the way it exactly was, it costs way more now. Yeah, than I, it, there's just yeah. that's that's not a. I mean, I'm not sure what that point is. You know, well, it only cost $55,000 to build. Yeah, a car was $100. Right. I mean. Right. So 
it was, it's always, you know, we're talking about schools or pavilions or anything like that. I mean, that is going to be the case. And that's not even factoring in retrofitting modern materials, bringing things up to ADA, standards. Yeah, you know, everything. All of, all of it. Yep. Right. And I get why people miss things, you, you know, but I would encourage you because the, the numbers are out there to, to look at the actual usage of it now and in the last year and the last five years versus childhood memories or, or memories from decades ago or, you know, taking your kids there when they were young. It, it isn't the same story. No. And so it is sad, but was largely unused for a long time and $2 million to replace something that's not being used versus things that are the way we recreate has changed the way we do things. I mean, there's, we don't have a shortage of pavilions in this community. No, just used one of our classic ones the last couple of weekends with roller skating. A modern day retrofit of, a, of an old right. school thing. Of a building that sits on a room with equipment that can't function because it's antiquated. Yeah. I mean, it, it, there's just stuff that expires, unfortunately. And so, but here's what you have. Uh, and I get it. I, I mean, I really do. I, and and I'm, I'm not knocking these people for their feelings. I mean, that's legit. Yeah. But, you know, they're doing construction on the Devon, you know, to make bigger room or whatever. And at the same time, you juxtapose that with the th- the old thing sitting right behind it coming down. And you go, well, you're spending the money over here. And then, then once again, how are people using things, right? Exactly right. You can't spend $2 million for a handful of people's memories versus the thing that brings 60, 70, 80,000 people to the park. Right. And if I remember right, the amount of bookings that they had in the park was like between like a dozen or two dozen. I thought it was eight or something. I mean, right. it was like really small. So let's just say 10. Yeah. If, if 10. We'll just people, say a two dozen. Two dozen. All yeah. right. Well, let's do 20s just so it's easy math. Right. If 20 parties of 50 people came, mm-hmm. that's a thousand people that. Yeah, which is, it's. That's not even, that's half <laughs> of a night at the. Yeah. And, and it wasn't even that. And on top of the that. Safety. The, the, the safety issue because safety. there was no way to keep doing even that exactly number of right. people without the, the dangers safety of a lawsuit or somebody getting killed by being hit by one of those slate, you know, things off the, the roof. Uh, so I get why people want to hold on, preserve. I, I think that if you can, that's great, but you're not going to be able to do all of it. You just can't. And if you want to modernize and you want to provide recreation and you want to provide the future, you know, because, you know, when was the last time you went to a pavilion for a picnic in your lifetime? And I'm not saying that you are the the model for everybody, but when was the last time? Well, you did let's put it this way. I, I have been to one within, like, say, the last calendar year, but not enough that I have a big enough voice to go, you guys shouldn't do this with your pavilions. There's been a handful of opportunities at over. best. Yeah, over the last Five, ten years, yeah. whatever. I mean, I... And where was that? Uh, this one, I went to a baseball one uh, most recently at like Torrent or at Fans Field. And okay. it was a small pavilion. Which is still which there. Which is part of an event. Yeah. And I've done things at Fairview Park, Park. a lot of times. I don't think I've been to one in, in uh, Nelson in quite some time. Yeah. I think the last time I was in Nelson Pavilion, mm-hmm. I, I mean, the actual pavilion... Uh, was for the award ceremony for the Shoreline Classic probably seven or eight years ago. 
I cut through it parking one time at the Devon. <laughs> right. And I did intentionally walk through it just because it was there and I hadn't been there in a while, but I had have not used it. Yeah. But I'm not the, you know, I wish it could stay like because I like nostalgia, but I, I 100% would cast my vote and say, hey, that doesn't make sense in the current configuration. And, and it's not that anybody's celebrating no. tearing it down, no. including the park district and the park board commissioners, you know? Yeah. I just think that you've got so much to spend on so many things. They've got more acreage, you know, than any park district in, in outside of Chicago, you, you know, and people are doing things in a different way. It's the struggle they have with neighborhood parks. Yeah. You, you know, kids aren't going to parks the way they used to. And that's a, probably an, uh, an eventuality that, at some point, some of these parts are going to just go away. You would think. Well, I think if they make them where it's not expensive to just maintain, well, then they're they probably just, not yeah. going to have recreational That's activities. What I mean. That's or, what I'm saying. You know, there aren't nearly as many yellow hats. You, you mm-hmm. know, um, I know they still do the free lunch program and things like that, yeah. and they hold on to those things because it's important to them. But when you get elected or you decide to run, you know, those are the decisions you have to make. Yeah. You got X number of, of dollars coming in, you, you, and you, you certainly, people go, well, you don't need to fix that. It's already successful. Yeah, but if you want it to grow and you, I mean, it now subsidizes things right that's right that don't make money that's right so that you can have the yellow hats you know in a park mm-hmm. so get that it's sad i don't think it's fair to compare the two things sitting side by side uh, and it's certainly not a surprise that it costs more to fix than it did to build in 1931 right that's not a revelation the way that things are built in the United States, which is a, a, a relatively – well, not relatively. It's a newer country in the world. We always talk about Rome and and, and all of those, the, the way the pyramids right. are built forever. But modern-day recreation, modern-day facilities, it we're not going to have so many things, indicator or even in the United States, that are going to be here for centuries beyond. It's not built. You we're, can't – the first project playground – yeah, it's already, yeah. Wasn't even legal, you, you know, by the time <laughs> right. they turned right. around and did the second one. Right. Because and I, of what the, you know, accessibility, because mm-hmm. of what, uh, what you considered safe to land on, you know, as far as the surface. Yeah. All of it. You can use treated lumber, all those things. That's right. So I'm not happy. No. That it had to be torn down, but I understand it. Mm-hmm. And, and I get why people are nostalgic and, and sad. But <clears throat> it's not like a lot of people were actually using it. There's a lot of people who are sad because they have memories yeah. of being there when they were young. Tell me on as one of those. Sure, absolutely. All right, let's take a quick look at your forecast. Back with more right after this. Here's Nick Smith. Stay tuned. Today we've got some morning rain, it's likely. And then we've got cloudy and then clear whole mix of things today, a high of 48. Then tonight, some increasing clouds and a low of 29. Friday, one to three inches of snow, a possibility, a high of 32. Saturday, sunny and a high near 30. The current temperature in downtown Decatur, 46 degrees. Your WSOI time is 626. This look at your weather, it's brought to you by Shop on Main, downtown Decatur. Modern looks, old-fashioned pampering.
Show your love on Valentine's Day with a gift from Shop on Main or The Party Shop. Choose from our huge selection of balloons, add a plush animal or Abdallah chocolate, and you'll see big smiles. Prefer a piece of jewelry, fashionable purse, or a sweater? Look no further than Shop on Main. Gift wrapping and balloon delivery available. You still have time to get your Valentine something special. Last-minute gifts available. Come see us today. Shop on Main and The Party Shop in beautiful downtown Decatur. Hickory Point Bank is invested in Central Illinois for the long haul, for every customer, for every community, for a strong future. They know that through charitable donations and volunteer efforts, local charities and nonprofit organizations can have a positive impact on individuals in need and improve opportunities for people in the communities we call home. At Hickory Point Bank, investing is who they are, what they are, and why they are. HPB in Action is about colleagues shaping their neighborhoods, and engaging with their neighbors through community giving and community action. They realize that with collective efforts, they can make real change happen in the communities in which we all work and live. Each month, Hickory Point Bank will highlight these efforts with Community Invested, a live segment with Buyers and Company on WSOY 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, and podcasts available online at nowdecatur.com. Hickory Point Bank, Community Invested, member FDIC. Finish first during the Race to Savings Sale at Menards. Be ready for your next project with NASCAR Champion Number 12 Ryan Blaney Performance Work Gloves. Just $4.99 per pair after rebate. Keep your vehicle running great with FEP Stay Tuned Multi-System Fuel Additive. A 16-ounce can is free after rebate. Good through February 18th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details on all the great deals. Save big money at Menards. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. All right, we'll take it to the bottom of the hour news. And when we get back here, top of the hour, 7 o'clock, City Hall insider Paul Osborne will be in studio from the uh, Decatur Tribune. A lot to get to here today, folks. We'll be back with more right after this. Stay tuned. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. Congresswoman Nikki Budzinski has announced the new location of her Decatur office. The new office is at 101 South Main Street, Suite 800. Since joining Congress, Budzinski has opened offices in Belleville, Champaign, Springfield, and Decatur. Updates on office hours are posted regularly on the Congresswoman's official social media accounts. The Midwest Toy and Comic Fest is bringing a Comic-Con to Decatur with SideQuest Decatur on April 13th at the Conference Center and Hotel. The event will be from 10 to 4 and will feature over 100 tables full of comics, toys, sports cards, video games, and more. There will also be Smash Brothers and Mario Kart tournaments and a cosplay costume contest for both kids and adults. Admission is $5. Kids under 10 are free as long as they're accompanied by an adult. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit our website anytime. You can find us at nowdecatur.com. News. I'm Chris Foster. Three people are detained in a mass shooting at yesterday's Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl rally. A local radio DJ was killed. At least 21 people are wounded, some critically, some children. I heard the gunshots. I thought there were fireworks that person. Everyone, uh, people around me thought there were fireworks, and then everyone started screaming, gunshots, gunshots. Gracie Wink was at the parade with her family. No word yet on a motive or what led to the shooting. 
Congressional leaders are briefed today on a national security threat, Russian anti-satellite nuclear weapon capabilities in space. It's something so important that House Intelligence Committee Chairman Mike Turner wanted all House members to see it. House Speaker Mike Johnson says he asked for a meeting with the president to talk about what he termed a, quote, serious national security issue. Fox's Chad Program at the Capitol. America's listening to Fox News. This is Tom Brinkotter with Brinkotter Realtors. It is truly an honor to carry on the legacy started by my father many years ago. Despite technology playing a big role in today's business landscape, we remain dedicated to the values of the past. Being a family business, our commitment has always been deeply personal. Our devotion lies with our clients, our responsibility within our community, every day earning your business one handshake at a time. Discover the difference at Brinkotter Realtors. Modern tech, timeless values. Visit us online or call to connect with one of our agents today. This may be the weirdest three days of the year so far. Yeah, today rain in the morning, cloudy in the mid-morning, and then clear after that with a high of 48. Then clouds are back tonight, a low around 29. Friday, we could see one to three inches of snow during the day, a high right at freezing 32. Then Saturday, sunny with a high near 30. The current temperature in downtown Decatur is 46 degrees. Your WSOY time is 6.32. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Well, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who thinks I'm next to you. When I go out, you... This is like one of the most annoying songs ever. And there's some people that love it. These guys are twin brothers. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Rest in peace uh, to a gentleman by the name of William, or as he went by, Bill Post, uh, who died uh, at the age of 96. And you may ask yourself, well, who is William Bill Post? He was the inventor of the Pop-Tart. Saw him. Saw his photo. That's all. That's so cool. You just don't think about, you know, something that's been around uh, in, in 1964. Uh, he worked for what was then called the Heckman Biscuit Company, which then turned into Keebler uh, later in life. And he was approached by executives and asking for assistance in developing a new product, which ended up becoming the Pop-Tart. It's awesome. It's a staple in a lot of houses. Is it still? Like, I mean, at, mm-hmm. at your age, I mean, for you? Oh, it was for me growing up. No, growing up, for sure. I, it's one of those things, though, where it's a time-lapse thing where you have such familiarity with it. But when was the last time you actually had a Pop-Tart? Um, within the last months, few months, they're, they're in our cabinet. My nephew, when he stays, that's a thing that they okay. do. I like the brown sugar ones. Oh, you and Lindsay. It's like, that's no fun. The cinnamon or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The weird brown frosting. That felt the like the grown-up Pop-Tart when you were a kid. Nah, it was good. Okay. Sugary. <laughs> I didn't heat mine, though. Yeah, I wasn't a toasted either. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there were a lot of people, I think you probably were one way or the other. 
Yeah, the dumb thing that would happen sometimes you'd pop one out, you'd eat it, and then you'd come back the next day and you'd open a new bag and eat it, and then you'd have all these partial bags. Yeah. And you'd end up with stale ones. Like four bags of stale ones. Well, there was no way, because back then they didn't have any resealable, you right. know, like, so it was just that bad foil. Right, but you, but you never looked to see if there was an already open one. No, because you wanted the fresh. Fresh, yeah. I like the strawberry with the yeah. white icing. Yeah, that's a standard. Did you get the sprinkles on that one? Oh, yeah. 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 That's, a, that's a standard one. So there you have it. I, you know, sometimes people just don't get heralded enough, you know, uh, but you think about the joy and the smiles put on faces since 1964, right? How many millions, how many millions do you think have been eaten, cooked, purchased? It's gotta be, I mean, just a ridiculous number that this guy's invention was, and also in so many people's hands uh-huh. and so many houses. Like, If you just look at the Wikipedia page, yeah. they sell millions of units every year. Right. Uh, and uh, mainly in the United States, but they're also available in Canada, the United Kingdom, Ireland, Australia, and New Zealand. So it's Which not isn't just always here. normal. No. Like, you know, so that, I mean, we're, we're probably in the billions uh, worldwide of this guy's invention. That's Pretty pretty nice feat. And it, they, they, it all started because of like dehydrating food and closing it to keep it fresh, and then that opened up new possibilities. And <laughs> and it, it was ready for to be toasted. That I I didn't like the toasting part of it. it just it was unnecessary. If you toasted mine, fine. But I I general I never toasted my own. Here's a very little thing uh, that uh, it was initially called fruit scones. Oh. That wouldn't have worked. Well, if you say that, <laughs> it we could very fine. easily be sitting here and going, the guy who created fruit scones passed right. away. Pop-Tart is a really cool name, though. Well, that was a pun on what was then, if you go back to 1964, the pop art movement. And and that is where the oh. pop came from. So there is, you know, life imitating art. Wow. I had no idea that. And it was the first shipment. To stores sold out in two weeks, uh, and and Kellogg's even then had to run advertisements apologizing for empty shelves. I mean, the demand was gigantic from the very get go. Wow, that's very cool. So this guy, all those years ago, fifty what eight years ago, yeah, got challenged to create this new thing because they could dehydrate prod. Uh, products and package them in a different way, and he comes up with fruit scones. You know what's a neat thing about his family, his neighbors, and people he knows? Like, how many people would drop the name drop to his little nugget? Like, my grandpa invented Pop-Tarts. Everybody know what you're talking about and go, cool. Yep. <laughs> like, that's a freebie if you ever need to. And, and the crazy thing is, for 32 straight years, up until like 2014, sales had increased every year. Thirty-two wow. years running. <laughs> wow! Now part of Calanova, which is part mm-hmm. of Kellogg's, uh, and they do between twenty and thirty flavors in production at any time. But they're constantly testing and trying new flavors. Wow! But probably the frosted strawberry and the brown sugar cinnamon are probably the tops, right? Yeah. And then somebody would go, "Well, let's try the unfrosted." No, I wouldn't mind that. Oh, I wouldn't mind that. I like the. I used to just bite the edges around anyway before uh-huh. I'd get into the good stuff. Pretty amazing when you think about it. So rest in peace, Bill Post, and thank you for all the yeah, joy thanks, Bill. you spread around the world. Unheralded, but yeah. And thanks for the, the switcheroo on the name. It's clever. <laughs>
I just can't imagine it being the same experience at calling it a fruit scone. Uh, even the hey, box do you want a fruit scone? Right. Even the box looks cool, the logo. I mean, they've always just done a good job with it. It's just a good product all the way around. There's a Pop-Tarts world in New York City. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. It's <laughs> cool. I'm glad he made it in the show. Well, I'm just glad he was, you know, you just, you take everything in life for granted. Right. I mean, you know, the stuff gets to you somehow. I know. And we never want to know the story. It's why I love documentaries. Mm-hmm. I mean, why I spend an inordinate amount of time watching documentaries about something that may seem uninteresting. Mm-hmm. But someone had to create Pop-Tarts. If, if well, I, what if they hadn't? I mean, we wouldn't know what we didn't have. Exactly right. Think about all the smiles and joy it's caused. That guy that used to be the host of Double Dare, Mark Summer, Summers yeah. or whatever, he had a show that you could find where it was how he'd go to all these like factories and show how food was made or whatever. Yep. I would have, I would have absolutely watched one on. No doubt about it. By the way, 1964, when it first came out, they were unfrosted, uh, and they had to figure out a way to make the frosting be able to stand up to the toaster. Right. So the first frosted Pop Tarts came out in 67. They added the sprinkles in 68. Oh, wow. Pretty early in the game on both those. Yep. Don't want the melty icing in the bottom of your toaster. Or starting a fire or whatever. I mean, you are talking about 1964. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have, we now know, looking at the ratings, the Taylor Swift effect. Yeah. On the Super Bowl. And this is interesting to me because I, I'm sure in some worlds this is being like debated or, or uh, people are upset about it or, or whatever. I, I just think it's very interesting when you look at, all right, why would there be an increase in X, Y, or Z, right? Like, like, right. Why would females of a certain age that have never been increasing, you know, viewership, you know, for football are automatically now up 10%? What else would you assign that to? Some Mahomes, but not not a, uh, I don't know. a little bit. He's very likable with with females, very likable. Well, he was in the Super Bowl last I know, year. I know. So but, what I'm saying is that to me, he's been in three out of the last mm-hmm. five Super Bowls, and if the numbers are bigger this year, why are they bigger the, this year? The proportion of bigger, it I would not account for him, but I think that he has helped stair step it. But she is the bulk of it. There's no pretending that. Okay, some people probably will, right? I mean, they wouldn't be probably accurate. Well, never, I mean, I, th- I think there's, there's, there's always the uh, never uncertain, often wrong crowd. Well, I mean, I don't know how much attention we want to give to them. I also feel like the um, the the winning or the the build just on the team and the success, the dynasty, probably a tiny sliver too, just okay. a little not a little uh, bump, maybe. And I'm not, I, I don't yeah. know. I, all I'm saying is they were not as good a team this year as they were last year. But they were in every prime time. I mean, right, they no, were but, billed but, as But such. they eked in, mm-hmm. you, you know, and they were not the favorites in the Super no. Bowl for the first time, you, you know, in a while. Yeah. But the uh, last year's uh, Chiefs and Eagles, mm-hmm. big market, right? Yep. You know, Philadelphia, San Francisco, no change. It's not like they, they were playing, uh, you know, some small market. It's Kansas City and Philadelphia. Uh, no, I not meant San Francisco. no, no. Oh, San Francisco this year, Eagles before. last year. Oh, okay, yeah. So they were playing in two big market Super Bowls, mm-hmm. right? With historic teams. With historic teams. So sometimes you get 
you know, apples and oranges, yeah. you know, in those matchups. It wasn't like the Jacksonville Jaguars and, and Johnny come lately in a market. That, right. Yeah. So 115 million viewers against the Eagles last mm-hmm. year, 123.4 million viewers uh, against the San Francisco 49ers this year. Now, overtime helps because mm-hmm. people on Twitter or whatever else might come in late to the game to see sure. an exciting finish. But then you break down women 18 to 24. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which would you would think would be in the Taylor Swift wheelhouse of fandom. Yeah. It's More than anybody that, else's. Unless you went younger. But yes. No, I'm saying if you were going to sign that number yeah. 18 to 24. Way more than Patrick Mahomes or Andy yeah, yeah. Reid yes. or anybody else. Mm-hmm. 24% increase from last year's Super Bowl to this year's Super Bowl. Yeah. Girls ages 12 to 17, 12% up from last year's Super Bowl to this year's Super Bowl. So if you do add up the numbers, right, mm-hmm. there were nearly... Two million more viewers in the 12 to 17 age category of the Super Bowl this year than last year. Interesting. That's a lot. I I mean, in in this day and age with fractured everything, you don't go up 35% in those age demos from one Super Bowl to the next with the same team and the same quarterback and the same coach. Yeah. My, what I, w- I wasn't arguing that I was simply saying that I felt there would have, without the Taylor effect, I think there would have been a slight stair step up on those other factors. And this is that balloon. Yeah. Th- yeah. This is the thing we've talked about for a while now. I, I just don't know why you want to pick a fight with somebody who moves a needle like this. Yeah. Or, or just go all out cray cray with it, which number of people have had. So in case you're wondering, um, there you have it. It's math. I was excited throughout the season to see um, more people take Sunday and make it a football day and look forward to the game and, and learn the sport and and have favorite players. Sure. And why isn't Kelsey getting the ball? <laughs> like all these things. And it's like, hey, come on board. There's room for everybody. It, have fun. You bet. I love it. And you don't know how many will stay with if right. that part goes away. But some will. Yeah, they play in Atlanta this upcoming year. There you go. Be excited to see that that thing travel. All right. One other football piece of news. And I saw this preview when I was watching something else on Apple. The uh, Dynasty documentary, which is 10 parts Mm. about the New England Patriots. They're going to release two episodes every Friday for like five weeks. Where's this at? Apple. Okay. that seems long for me, but I'm I'm interested in the topic for I don't, sure. It may be long. It seems long for me, and and I probably way more yeah. into the information than you are. Uh, so far, the previews are, and, and I guess evidently everyone is in this. I mean, every single past Patriots player, Roger Goodell, Belichick, Brady, like like it's all the owner. One thing I've noticed in piecing some of what you just said together, I have heard from all the major names. Not really pull punches. So I believe that, hey, in a in an environment like this, we might get I don't want to call it fireworks, but we might get some stuff. Yeah, they uh, there's not very many right, shy. Well, well, here's people. what you're getting. OK, I think 
based on what I watched uh, on Sports Illustrated, uh, uh, a train of thoughts, you just you know yesterday afternoon, is that they believe that it's going to show you just how ugly it got between Belichick and Brady. Interesting. Okay. Now, here's what makes this dynamic, or could make ten hours be just fine. You think about the Chicago Bulls, right? It had been a long time, you know, from their dynasty till when that came out, the last dance. Yep. I mean, decades. Mm-hmm. This is a little more recent. Yep. And they're very similar in storyline. Mm-hmm. How in the world did you screw this thing up? You were on top of the world. You could do no wrong. You were winning more Super Bowls than anyone in the history of the game. You had an owner. You had a coach. You the GM. The 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 parts. The jealousy. The it's the exact same story. Yeah, and and, and you it, know what it is? What's that? It's human behavior. Right. No matter how great you create something, people will find a way to screw it up. And even after the winning subsides. To not be able to just kind of keep it together, to keep the whole family happy and to beat we at the parade and wave. But the winning didn't, he left and won another one. I know, that's what I'm saying. And they haven't done anything since. And now to the point where he's out. He's out. And no team wanted him. Right. I mean, that seems, that would be like Phil Jackson, you know, wandering the earth after all that success in Chicago uh, and no one being interested in him at all. Which would never happen. But I wouldn't have guessed it would have happened it's here. Hell, yeah. I think it has the potential to be maybe not as dynamic because Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan, and there's probably in my lifetime outside of Muhammad Ali not been a more dynamic you know, yeah, personality. Yeah, total package sport. of the whole thing. Yeah. Right, but I will like it. Yeah, I like it too. Lindsay won't watch it. I mean, if I paid her $1,000 an episode, she would not watch it. So this is on my own, which is good to have those in reserve. Yeah. When you got some time and, you know, but two episodes every Friday, starting this Friday for five weeks. Nice. And evidently, you know, because there was all kinds of conversation about that they wouldn't pay Brady the the money he wanted at the end, even though he had like cut out so much over the years to make room for other players. And I don't think that's true at all. I, I think he, the clip I saw is like basically, um, uh, uh, based on how things had gone, I wasn't going to sign up for any more of that, no matter how much money was on the table. Wow. And, and that was the dirty little secret. It wasn't that he was taking less money. He, he was just converting it and kicking the can down. So he was getting guaranteed money while lowering his salary cap hit and the money came. So the, no, mo- but, but at the end, but it furthers your point, but he was not getting paid. I mean, he, he wasn't getting 55 million, but he was he wasn't consistently getting, getting okay, okay. Look what the Browns just did with, with a quarterback. I, I, and I, this guy had six Super Bowls. I know. Yeah. He no, should have Super Bowl wins. I know. I know. Anyway, I think it'll be <laughs> – it has the potential for being interesting. And he's been talking like, I think they'll get another job. I'm surprised he doesn't – He's. they say he's getting ready like a madman for his NFL job, Tom Brady. I don't know how – can he be on TV and be a partial owner of a team at the same they're time? They're trying to sort that out. Okay. But he, they, they're saying that this guy is as dialed in as anybody. Like he's trying to win. What, why would you think he? I mean, I wouldn't think different. Yeah. Why would anybody think? I mean, he's not gonna, he's not gonna Tony Romo it. <laughs> it's, and you I'm know what? Tony Romo doesn't have any Super Bowls. No. There's a lot to be said for that conversation we just had. No one's gonna put the prep in. 
Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting. I think it, it will be beyond just the Patriots. I, I think for the Patriot haters, for the Patriot fans, for everybody else, to me, it's a business story. You know, it's a model about how people will screw up a good thing almost guaranteed every time. I would like to also, I hope they touch on how there are parts of the Patriots tree that went out and had great mm-hmm. success and then parts that never could get it going anywhere. Yeah. I'd like to see some of that. I'm sure you will. Yeah. I, I mean, there's a whole bunch of people in it. So we'll see. Interesting. I didn't even know it existed. I just saw, I was watching, uh, something on Apple, probably criminal record, uh, and, yeah, and, and it, it gave me a preview, right? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> but I didn't realize it was starting this soon. It's just called dynasty. Nice. I think it'll be interesting because usually those people know how to tell a story that you don't have to do all the ins and outs to get yeah. like sort of like I think anybody could have watched the last dance at any age. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to grow up with the bulls seeing no, all of it real time. time. Yeah. And there's characters like Randy Moss and Amendola that are funny and, and kind of take shots, you know, at them in a fun way to yeah. kind of humanize them. I yeah. think they'll do a good job with it. Uh, you might want to check it out. Just saying. Starts this Friday. Uh, okay. A lot to get to here today. Congratulations to, um, uh, Shamika Madison, who, for the Boys and Girls Club. Uh, Susanna Mendoza, uh, our comptroller, uh, recognized her and a group of other people, uh, for Black History Month, uh, over in Springfield at the state capitol. Uh, and so our very own from Decatur got a, a nice, uh, honor and award. Nice. Kudos and congratulations. That's really neat. Susanna Mendoza is a nice lady. Isn't she great? Yeah. I, I find her interesting and she, she talks about numbers and math, but in a way that it like is very digestible and easy to see how it relates to me or my life. I, I think she's one of my favorite interviews. She's always good on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always good on the show. Yeah, and got a good bubbly personality. But that's cool to get a Decaturite on. Well, you know, way. I saw, I got the email. I mean, I get a lot of emails. <laughs> you know this. Yeah. Um, and, and when you've been on the air for a long time and had the same email address for 25 years, yeah. you know, you get everything. Sure. But when I get stuff from her office, I generally open it up because I, I don't feel like I get a lot of fluff or, or a lot of just nonsense. You know, and, and her communications people are really good. As you mentioned, she's really good on the air. And she does stuff, yeah, too. Yeah. You know, she she does stuff that's worth talking about. And so when it said, you know, statewide, I'm like, oh, uh, my thought was, anybody from here? Right. So I opened it up, and sure enough, cool. Shamika was there. Congratulations. Yeah, with the uh, the Boys and Girls Club. So uh, very good, very good. All right, let's take a break. And uh, when we get back here, I, I want to go back and clarify a couple of things uh, that you kind of think after a while shouldn't have to be clarified. Okay. But we're communication people. It's what we do for a living. What's the old rule? You have to clarify. <laughs> You shouldn't, get right. have, you shouldn't have to, yeah. but people make it necessary to do so. Tell you what I'm talking about on the other side of the break. Here's Nick with your three-day forecast. Got some crazy three days ahead, but 60s next week. Yeah, today is a little bit of everything. Rain in the morning, clouds in the mid-morning, and then clear with a high of 48. Then tonight, clouds are back, low of 29. Friday gets weird. Snow up to one, one to three inches or possible high of 32. Saturday sunny, but a high of only 30. The current temperature in downtown Decatur is 46 degrees. Your WSOY time is 653. 
ready to groove with Here Come the Mummies. Join the fun at the Decatur Indoor Sports Center on March 2nd for a legendary night of music and entertainment. This eight-piece band is sure to get you moving with their unforgettable performance. Don't miss out on this one-of-a-kind show. Get tickets now at DecaturIndoorSportsCenter.com. Here Come the Mummies, live at the Decatur Indoor Sports Center on March 2nd. Doors open at 6 p.m. Show starts at 7. Hi, JR from SpeedLube here again, reminding all of our clients how much we appreciate you and the services we provide that others may not. Here at SpeedLube, you have the choice to stay in your vehicle or wait in our lobby while we perform the service for you. Our full service includes a multi-point inspection that entails checking differential and transfer case fluids, along with all the other vital fluids underneath the hood. We also vacuum the floorboards, wash the exterior windows, and correct your tire inflation. All of this while providing a premium Pennzoil product. Thank you, Decatur and surrounding areas, for your 43-plus years of patronage. We look forward to seeing you again. Don't miss your chance to cheer on Fighting Illini basketball this season. Deafening in here. 15,000, another sellout. We need all of Illini Nation to help us defend State Farm Center. And Illinois overcomes their largest deficit of the season. Great seat locations are still available for you to see Illinois basketball live this season. The Illini win it. Get your tickets today at FightingIllini.com. At Scott State Bank, we want to be your community bank. Hello, this is Luke Williams, Vice President and the Mount Zion Location Manager. I invite you to check out all the benefits of a locally owned community bank can offer you and your business. We offer the same services as a big bank, but still understand the importance of giving personal attention to our customers that makes us second to none. Community banks build better communities and brighter futures. Scott State Bank has been investing in our community since 1887. We are customer-focused, community-driven, committed to you. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. I love Credence. Very unique sound. Just good stuff. Mm-hmm. That's your soundtrack, right? You want a certain time and era. That's one of those bands. Like, it'll take you right there. Uh, all right. Good morning and welcome. Uh, I, a couple of things that, that I just uh, want to remind people of. Um, you, you know, for 20 years, uh, we hosted the, the WSOY Community Food Drive. One of the greatest pleasures in my life to be able to be involved and uh, be a participant along with Kevin and so many people and sponsors and, and supporters and and all of that for 20 years. And as we were coming to the 2021 uh, food drive, it, it weighed on me a lot that like, okay, what happens if, you, you know, we get hit by a bus or like, what, you know, can we, we can't do this forever. You know, there's a shelf life on things. And we had the opportunity to go, well, there's a unique way here to be able to say goodbye at 20, you know, thank everybody that participated and then give a whole lot of money that would give all these agencies time to do whatever they needed to do to go back to what they were doing before we did this. Years worth of time. Three years. I mean, based on what we were handing out every year. So in 2021, uh, in November, after the October food drive, we handed out $1.5 million. $1.5 million. 
Now, I know in Washington, D.C., and maybe even in Springfield, that's not a lot of money. But here, that's a lot of money. And it wasn't anything like uh, there was no hard feelings. There was no it, it was just like we can't do this forever. It's been our great pleasure to be able to do it for 20 years. And, oh, by the way, here's cushion. So you don't have to immediately be empty and not know what to do. So since then, there's been, you know, I mean, three years go by. And now all of a sudden, you, you know, it's it's an emergency and I get it. But I just want to make the point that we did that with great intent. To not leave anybody hanging. Now, what they chose to do over those three years or not do, that's up to them. But we did that very specifically. And there you go. We'll be back after news. No matter where you are, we're there. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. Millican has partnered with the World Grad, an award-winning academic partner that will connect Millican with international students looking to complete Tabor School of Business degrees. Prospective students will be offered conditional admission to Millican and then encouraged to apply and attend in person. First-year students will complete online courses in their home country. Prospective students can work toward a number of Millican bachelor's degrees. The World Grad currently enrolls students mostly from India but plans to expand to other parts of Asia and Africa. The Decatur Park District has their four-on-four indoor futsal tournament coming up on the 24th. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.